I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Monday. NBA playoffs, the most wide open in at least half a decade. The favorites, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, all about 3-1 to one odds. 3-1, to one, the big three favorites. Next, series prices. The big one, Lakers minus 450, Blazers plus 350. The close one, the Rockets minus 150, OKC plus 130. College football, Big 12 and SEC and ACC still in it. Big 10 and Big 12 still out. I'll tell you why that makes it more likely we have college football this season. That in a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Monday, live in Las Vegas, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. In studio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Steve Fezzik, like your pec workout in your glory days. Most of our listeners are not still doing their pecs, but most probably remember. Speaking of pecs, oh, he's still doing them. Jailhouse workouts at the house, though. In L.A., Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we have playoff basketball, the matinee edition, we've got the Stanley Cup playoffs also going on and training camps and padded practices around the NFL. What is the Vegas lead here on this Monday? Yeah, we got so much today. We got a preview on the NFL continuing, getting very popular. We're going to be previewing this 6.30 Eastern start, but we're going to start with college football because I really believe, and this is going to seem maybe hyperbole, but I don't do hyperbole. Cold cash, that's what drives me. I believe that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, if this goes the way it seems to be going, will be devastated at the national level, at the potential playoff participant, Ohio State winning it all type. It is going to be a memory if, wow. if things continue this way. Yeah, and it's uh, been a crazy weekend in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. In the Big Ten, you had Justin Fields, the stud from Ohio State, start a petition online. Iowa parents have been complaining about the decision being made to stop the football season. Now Penn State's parents, uh, Penn State parents have come out and talked about it. So many people in and around the Big Ten and Pac-12 not happy with the decision. Meanwhile, the SEC is going to have a full schedule release show coming up here at the top of next hour you know the thing about cold cash jonas is it's cold right like a cold-hearted so i'm going to talk about the reality here 
I think we've actually got a note that came from upstairs that we a disclaimer almost we have to read. Do you have that ready to go? Yeah, let me go ahead and just get this. I want to make sure I've got this clear because I want to, yes. we've got to read this clear and make sure we are all on the same page. All right, so I just I want everybody to understand. Yeah, take your time. <clears throat> you want me to start or you <clears throat> want to go? I got it. <clears throat> all right. Disclaimer. If R.J. Bell myself, Jonas Knox, or any straight-out-of-Vegas contributor at any time neglects to convey the required deference to the prevailing politically correct perspective, no matter how perfunctory or pointless that prevailing perspective may be, no matter how informative and or entertaining (laughs) the alternative discussion was, it shall be deemed an, quote, unintentional oversight, thus (laughs) indemnifying all aforementioned participants and even more importantly indemnifying Fox Sports Radio iHeartRadio and its subsidiaries okay I accept that I'll take the indemnification but here's what I'll tell you all this talk about player safety uh, who believes it? you got to wonder if they believe it when they're saying it and I'll, I'll tell you today for example and this is a guy I feel a special affinity to Joey Galloway grew up two miles from me, was like in the class before mine. Guy played in the NFL. He was one of the key Ohio State guys for a long time. He's on ESPN today, and he's talking about, well, wait a minute. I know that the parents, they want to uh, you know, play, and they want their kids to play. But science is telling us, you know, the doctors are telling us that it's not safe, and thus how do we argue with that? And to me, there is the crux of the problem that actually started, and you're not going to be, you're going to be shocked, with O.J. Simpson. Not 2,000 yards, but O.J., the criminal case. And here's why. Is if you looked at the math on the O.J. case and said, well, what's the chance that O.J.'s blood with the matching and all that, it was just somebody else's blood? There were all these numbers, 50 million to one, 50 billion to one, whatever. So O.J. must be guilty, except at the fundamental level, what's the odds that the blood that was tested wasn't actually the blood at the scene? Now, we can debate that. A lot of people have their opinions. I think those odds were much better than a million to one, though. Right. I personally, I believe that there was some criminality on the police side in the O.J. case. I, I believe if every action that was taken was on film that there'd be multiple people in jail. OJ would be out and multiple participants would have been in jail. Mm-hmm. Now, you might say, RJ, that's conspiracy theory stuff. Well, let me tell you this. A couple years ago, I had a real honor of interviewing extended podcasts with Oscar Goodman, who was the longtime mayor of Las Vegas for 12 years, guy that helped Vegas really break on the scene. But before he was a mob attorney, or at least that was one of the key areas he practiced in. And if you actually watch Casino, when Joe Pesci is walking around uh, around court and all that, it's always Oscar Goodman, the actual person's with him. He was in the movie. You know, he was on screen probably three, four minutes in the movie. You've seen that, haven't you? Yeah, I never saw Oscar. Oh, he's he's there big time. Yeah, so Oscar was right in the middle, and he was best. They were good friends with the Joe Pesci real-life guy. Right, Spalacho was his name. Okay, Oscar told me, Mayor Goodman, in this interview, 
that he had dozens and dozens of cases that involved the federal government over his years. He said there wasn't a single case, not one, in which if the government's actions were known, that they wouldn't have gone to jail. Now, I said, wait a minute. Are you saying most of the case? He goes, every case. Now, that shock. I, I'm a, I mean, Jonas is the show c- cynic, but still, the idea that there's never a time they just accidentally do it okay. Now, this was a different age. You could say in the 60s and the 70s and the early 80s, you could say things were Wild Westy or whatever. This is with the feds. This wasn't Vegas. This was the feds. I'm not in any way trying to say every fed, you know, if it's 30 people on the case and one person's wrong, then the feds are wrong. So I'm not saying that every federal official is, you know, illegitimate or on the take. I'm saying it's more common than we think. And thus, you look at the OJ case and you could say, yeah, the math says this, but what happens if they just switch the blood? Now, I get it. The odds of that are less than 50%, but if the odds were even 1%, OJ had to go free. That's the whole premise, right? Is rather 100 people that are guilty go free than one innocent person go to jail. Obviously, there's a level, right? 1,000 free versus, well, I don't know. That's what a reasonable doubt is, right? Okay. Now, why do I bring that up? It's because there is no clear mathematical answer to this, because if there were, the NFL would be under indictment from the public, not legally necessarily, but how could the NFL play? So really, if you say the doctors are saying this, thus it must be so, well, what doctors? And if so, what are the NFL doctors saying? And if they're saying something different, then the SEC doctors may be saying something different. Doesn't mean I know which doctors are right. Doesn't mean I know what the right answer is here. But I know for sure you can't just point to doctors that, quite frankly, we have never talked to, that we don't hear their side of it. It's not like there's some case being made that, like, look, SEC's got it wrong. Look at this, everybody. NFL's got it wrong. I also understand the NFL has different protocols, as in they have more money to spend, and that they can make it more of a quasi-bubble. But there is no clear answer. And anyone who sits around haughtily on their perch of academia saying, well, you know, the people, the unwashed masses, the hoi polloi, they might want football, but they don't know what I know. Okay, then I guess the NFL doesn't know what you know. And the idea that you're right and everyone else is wrong, it's possible. It might even be likely, even if it's 70%. I don't think it is, but let's say it is then you still got to acknowledge there's a heck of a chance that the SEC is right or the NFL is right. And in general, I think the discussion has to get past who's right and wrong because everyone's going to make their own assessment. And I don't see many people saying how wrong the NFL is. That's the interesting thing. And, And Jonas, you follow this stuff as closely as anyone, is do you see... It where I get where if it's political, there's going to be people acting like they're right no matter what. But in general, it feels like most people are saying things along the lines of, huh, I can see this side, I can see that side. Would you say that's the common sense perspective right now? Um, I think they mask their criticism of the NFL into, well, they're being paid. You know, they're 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 professionals as opposed not to not to risk their lives though, right? That's the theory. And, and and that's that's the point. The whole the whole thing to me, I don't understand 
if the point is we need to test to find out who's got coronavirus, well, if you're testing people and they're negative, what difference does it make if they go play? If they're negative and you trust the testing, but it just feels like they keep moving the goalposts a little bit and adding this layer in there and adding this, and then it's about, well, no, no, we'll just do it in the spring. Okay, so then it's safer for players to have two seasons in five months than it is to go. Great, great I just It doesn't make sense all the way and through. And that's the beauty. There is a concept and persuasion about taking the higher ground. If you can act like your considerations are the health of the players and everybody else's are other things, yep. you win the argument. Yep. And I get why people are trying to do that. It's What I don't understand is why the media, it's supposed to be here impartial, that's supposed to spend, you know, Jonas gets paid to watch sports effectively, to listen to other shows, let's say, or to read things. And his job is to say, okay, I'm going to give you my opinion, distilling all that info. That's my job. That's Fez's job. Mine is half, like Joan is half as a Vegas guy. But it's still, I'm doing it for you so you don't have to, except that's not the way to say it because you should too, to the degree you care. If you don't care about a subject, maybe you don't hardly look into it. And you take opinions on, you know, again, straight out of Vegas, strongest, smartest audience. I think we know that part. So you're here for a reason, kudos. But in general, that's how a functioning society works. But this idea that it's so, like, like somehow, because Jonas said something fascinating, is the idea, well, they're getting paid. But if you ask the equation of what they're trading for the money, it wouldn't be, well, I'm going to risk my life like someone building the Brooklyn Bridge with the wind Right, like 200 people died or whatever, because I don't, you know, it's like, no, it's they're saying all the hassle with the bubble, all the hassle with the testing, and the chance we will get something is a piece of it. Yeah, hazard pay, they call it. But if the college players were offered the chance to play, but they said, hey, you keep your scholarship if you don't, you know, whatever would be the least punitive if you don't want to play, then isn't that enough? But now it's like, well, wait a minute. These kids don't know good. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like kids their own age and younger are fighting in Fallujah and, and, and overseas right That's now. Great point. They're, they're right. old enough. They're old enough to pick where they want to go play college football, but they're not old enough to pick when and if they do want to still play college football. That's another great point, because inherently there's risk in college football if it's yes. CTE, but even to get parallel, I mean, and but I think even more egregious is they're being told to go fight, not given the choice. Yes. And the Vietnam War was on the backs of most people fighting that were younger than the college seniors. All right. So here's what we'll do. We know what it isn't now. All right. We understand totally this isn't all about players. I don't I don't mean these. Big Ten officials don't care about player safety. It's not what it's being made out to be. All right, we're indemnified about that. We'll just tell the truth. <laughs> when we come back, I'll quickly explain. And we got previews to do and everything. We'll make it quick. But why the Big Ten and Pac-12, if this continues, might, might literally never recover. That's coming up next. But first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your battery solution at AutoZone. Next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on 
on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will continue to take a look at the controversial decision to not play college football in the Big Ten and Pac-12. No doubt. And it's looking detrimental. And right after, we're going to talk about the 636ers, Celtics. Kind of a surprise how big of a favor we got going there. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus thank you so much for that support we promise best football season yet you can listen on 225 stations on the dial free coast to coast right here in las vegas 111 degrees excessive heat warning the neon is boiling so, RJ, players, coaches, parents of Big Ten football players are very, very upset and frustrated by the decision to shut down the Big Ten for the fall football season. Same with the Pac-12, which brings up the question, what does it mean for the future of both those conferences? Okay. SEC has a saying, because it matters more. And I remember years ago, Colin made... A great point right here in FSR. The point was made. If you go six or seven and six at Northwestern, your school, Fez, everyone's high. Hey, we, we're winners, baby. We're winners. Bowl game. <laughs> yeah. That's the good year. Five wins. Ah, we'll see next year. Chess club's doing all right. <laughs> now, we can act like this is all academics versus, you know, scholastics. Maybe it is to some degree, but the reality is what is acceptable. I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite stories is Steelers about five, six years ago were struggling. Again, by struggling, they might have been, you know, uh, let's think about this, eight and six entering the last two weeks. And I went back for Christmas back in Ohio, which was an hour from Pittsburgh where I grew up. So you get the Pittsburgh stations and uh, the DJ saying, well, listen, I get the whole ambassadorship is nice and all. He goes, but because one of the Roonies, you know, the head Rooney was an ambassador to Ireland or whatever. And he goes, but he's got to forget all that. We got problems in Steeler country. He's got to get back. So it's like they're saying the guy, he's not making, if anything, the Roonies don't get involved day to day. They think about it year to year, right? He got to give up his ambassadorship to come back because we, we're eight and six. Like, literally, that is the mentality. And I'm telling you, it is. It is. That's why Pittsburgh, one of the reasons they win. They just, it, anything else is, there's a saying, burn the boats. What does that mean? It means if you're an army and you land on the shore, you shouldn't be able to go back the way you came. You burn the boats and you either, only way through, or what is it, forward is through, right? iHeart has that saying is one of their things. It's just true. And... If you're a kid, you got, you're thinking of not, if you're a top athlete, a top 50 recruit, you think you're thinking about safety? Yeah, you don't want to take unnecessary risks. But if your friends that you got to know are playing in the SEC and you're sitting there on your hands, you're telling me that if you're a sophomore right now, you're not transferring? 
I think what we're going to see is because remember, and Jonas, you can probably explain the rules better, but the, this transfer portal stuff is almost like whatever at this point, right? Yeah, it's gotten pretty loose. Now, as far as the transfer portal goes with players now, I'm not totally sure when the window closes, when they're able to do it. I know that's been discussed, but I haven't seen anybody really make the move. I have seen future recruits start to distance themselves oh. from from what is happening in if the some, Big Ten and Pac-12. If something is the most important thing in your life, yeah. Do you get involved with an organization that not only is showing you that it isn't the most important thing to them, or even more accurately, I think it's fair to say that other organizations prioritize it more. SEC prioritizes football more. If someone made a decision to go to Harvard versus wherever because they prioritize academics more, everyone would applaud that. How stupid would it be to tell a kid that's got one path to real success, or at least it's much more likely, to go to a place that prioritizes it less. Why? Why would you? It doesn't make any sense that you would. And I'll tell you this, even if it were not for this year, whatever rules they make about it, hey, you're not playing this year anyway. So next year, what happens if this virus is still going on next year? What's the Big yeah. Ten going to do that? You know, get, get to Alabama. Right. I, I grew up in Southern California. I lived in the South for a football season. It's not even comparable. It's not. It's just a different level. I, I equate it to walking out of the airport in Vegas when you meet the heat for the first time. Oh, yeah. It just it just slaps you. in the. I couldn't believe it's hard how, to explain it, how crazy they are in the South about college football. And if you're from the north, you might say, oh, yeah, those hillbillies down there. OK, fine. But whatever, it, it is the, the, the heart of college football at this point. Now, Colin's been making the point that that is a problem. That's why it's not a national sport anymore. Okay, fine. These players don't care about that. They care about getting to the NFL. And the difference, it's not just, oh, you'll be a third-round pick instead of a second-round pick. We talked about it. Burrow would have been a fourth, fifth, sixth-round pick. Yep. One year made the difference. How many Burrows? I mean, there's not going to be many of those. But imagine going from undrafted to fifth round. It's not just that initial money. They don't want to cut a fifth round guy or a fourth round guy. You're undrafted. They, they don't mind cutting you. And the difference between a career, let's say they make $3 million over five years. That's life-changing money. I don't care about the agent cut. I don't care about state taxes. And to ask the players to accept that their, their competition has it better why, why would anyone accept that? Fast. Why would the kid from Iowa go to Iowa when he can go to Iowa State at a conference that's trying to play, right? I agree. Now, I will say this. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. That's Steve Fezzik with Jonas Knox. I will say this. I get the idea that you might not want to be in that environment. That, you know, that's one of the things that's depicted a lot in movies and stuff is there's like Friday Night Lights is remember Landry. Landry didn't love football like everyone else. So he was always depressed on Fridays when the town shut down. You know, last one out, turn the lights out, which was a saying where I grew up too, which, I, you know, I guess that's very prevalent. And thus, when Landry had a chance to go to college, he went somewhere else. It's the same thing with states, right? If you like California, you like the progressive lefty stuff, you should be in California. Great. If you don't, maybe Texas. Joe Rogan was in California moving to Texas. He's making a choice. That's what's great about the United States. Well, just like this, we have conferences. Ivy Leagues, 
don't prioritize. They were the first ones to say no. SEC is going to be the most intense. Where do you want to go play? All right? It should be a choice. What I know is kids that went to Ohio State thought they were going to a football school, but they're a football school in a non-football conference. That is going to really hurt them. And Joe, and Joe Burrow even sent a tweet out when some of the rumors and announcements were coming out last week and said, if not for my final year of college, I would be looking for work right now. And that's true. He would be looking for a job if not for that final year that that, oh, it's just college football. It's not. No, that's really important to a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that it affects. And I'm not even saying that the organizations that the Big Ten should necessarily consider all that, because oftentimes there's legitimate feelings on both sides of an issue. You've got to decide where your priorities are. The very fact that the SEC is saying one thing, the Big Ten saying another, means they have different priorities because they don't have different facts. That's what we know. They all have access to the same doctors, same studies, the same doctors that said, hey, masks don't help you until you better wear a mask or you're evil. That's the same experts they have. And I say it again and again. Steve Fezzik, as good of an NFL handicapper as walks the earth, he's right 55% of the time. He's wrong 45%. That's the best there is. If you want to pick NFL, you should listen to him. Unless I disagree with him, then you want to listen to me. But it's pretty close. Agreed. But I will say this. If anyone saw you, let's say, hit 6 out of 10 and said, God, you're no expert, that'd be, they'd be the idiots. But you know what? We're the idiots or the people who try to put science up like it's God, science is just the best guess, the most educated guess. That's all it is most of the time. I mean, there is science, I guess, objectively provable, like gravity. But if it's projecting the future, it's a prediction. Fez's predictions are great, but they're not perfect. Science's predictions are great, but they're far from perfect. But people set them up to be perfect. That's the problem. Final point on this. Let's think about the way it hurts the Big Ten. Maybe there's transfers where the teams get gutted now, right? Might be for this year, might be for next year. It doesn't matter. The next time they're going to play is next year, so that's they're weakened. Also, if you're a recruit, and if the only school you ever dreamt of playing for is Ohio State, you're going to go play at Ohio State. But if you are making a choice, and usually it's, what, three schools? You see Clemson, USC, Ohio yeah. State. Why in the heck are you not going to Clemson in that case if you really care? But even if a third of the kids decide because of that, it changes the balance of power unbelievably. Then they get gutted. They lose a few recruits. Now there's a couple eight and four seasons, and now it's over. Like dominoes. They fall, and all of a sudden there's the big three, and then there's the not-so-big two. I tell you, I think Ohio State, USC, maybe Michigan, though, yeah, they're the teams. I mean, Northwestern, it doesn't affect. They're used to being mediocre during good years. We might actually be happy because now we're more competitive in conference. And plus, the theory is, and, and I got one more question. And what we'll do is we're going to go to trending. I'm going to pose this and see if anyone here can ha answer me. Why, if you're securing your decision, Big Ten, do you threaten, yeah, okay, the game starts in, Fez says the game starts. What's the current line? Celtics are minus six and a half. You got an opinion? I'm going to lean to Philly. This point spread's just so inflated. The Celtics would be laying six against an average team. They're laying six and a half against the Sixers. Well, how much better are the Sixers than an average team without Simmons? One point better. So it seems like the line's right. I, I made the line five. And the line is actually? Six and a half. 
Well, excuse me. Wait, let's say it one more time. So you're saying Boston is how much over an average team? Six points. Okay, six points. And you're saying Philly without Simmons is how much better than an average team? One point. Okay, so then you're saying the line should be five then? Yes. And the line is what? Six and a half. Okay, but just a lean. Just a lean. And that assumes what from Embiid? Assumes 100%. So a false assumption. Well, he's got a wrist injury that and he's in bead and he's in bead you never know and that's the thing he could put up 45 and he could put up four it's true <laughs> i'll be watching <laughs> and we'll talk about that series too but final thought on this explain to me except for being punitive punishing why the big 10 would have a problem with ohio state going playing out of conference now or michigan or whomever i don't understand I mean, like, I don't even think you could make the case because the only case you could make that I see is say, we have deemed it to be not in the best interest of these kids and thus we won't let you. Well, under that theory, they should be down like, you know, how the, the Greenpeace people used to stand in front of trees they were going to cut down, they chain themselves to. Yeah. They should do that down at Alabama football because <laughs> it's so dangerous for these kids to play that all the school presidents shouldn't be doing, going to the mm. cocktail parties. They should be down there protesting. I don't see that. And shouldn't the Big Ten then pull out of the NCAA that the NCAA is allowing this if it's so egregious? Why wouldn't you let Ohio State go play or any school that wanted to? You've decided for the conference. There will be no conference games. Anyone has an answer to that. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. And in 10 minutes, Faz, you don't know this. He's 12 and 0 right now, Jonas. He, right he, here remind, on the show. he reminded fl- me this weekend. Oh, you let my me know. God, yes. Yeah. In front of the world, 12 and 0. But he's been so stingy with picks. Have you noticed there's been two picks resolved in like four months? Yeah. So I'm going to forced bosses pulling his prerogative. Uh Uh-oh. There's eight uh, conference, or I guess we got some games that's gone final here. Raptors win by 24. Your Raptors. My Raptors. I want you to pick an underdog in a series. And thus, you're forced to make a pick that's going to resolve soon, get settled, and it can't be an easy one. Like, oh, I'm going to pick minus 600. No, no, no. An underdog. And it's an official best bet that can break your perfect streak. Love it. You don't love it. Love it. You don't love it. I already You wouldn't have sat without playing a pick for months at a time. I gave out Seattle. There was was Korean hockey or Korean ping pong. No. I gave out the WNBA Seattle 5-1. to Except when does that resolve? Okay, not till October. Exactly. This resolve. See, that's the thing. He knows he's going to have lost by October. So he'll throw in an underdog. He, listen, it's like wrestling with a bag of snakes. I'm here to protect the audience from him. (laughs) That's true. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Now, does anyone have any rational, I'll open it up to the control room, any rational reason that the Big Ten would have problems with Ohio State or Michigan or anyone playing a schedule if they want to, specifically, it seems the Big Ten's indemnified, and they've made it difficult. If you want to do it, why not? Why punish them? Why tell Nebraska, if you do, you better find another conference? Why? Egg Penn, on their face. 
I, that's what I would think. Penn State's athletic director actually said something in regards to this, um, and this was also very interesting. Uh, Sandy Barber said, quote, it was unclear to me whether or not there was a vote on whether on to canceling the season. No one's ever told me there was. I just don't know whether there was actually a vote by the chancellors and the presidents. That's from an athletic director on the Shouldn't season. Shouldn't that be public? Because what we know is, if you leave it ambiguous, then it's hard for people to get too mad at you. Right. And what I can promise you is Ohio State's guy is going to make sure to make it clear what he voted, or he'd be out. Yeah. Right? It's that simple. And on the subject of playing outside the Big Ten, uh, she went on to say that pursuing competi- competition options outside the Big Ten was not something that they pursued because it was not possible with rights agreements and other issues, whether or not there's anything to that. And there probably is, except at least give them the freedom to. Yes. Right? That's the thing. You think you're making the best decision? When I make decisions all the time that are contrarian, that's against the grain, when I see other people going with the grain, I think, great. Because if I'm right, I'm going to get more of a payoff. You want to you have a minority position. Let me say something. Tom Brady was a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. Well, we'll see. But he was. Everyone agrees with me. I can make no money from that. Fez, you got Tom Brady ranked where right now? Tom Brady, number, number 19. 19. If you're right, you're going to make some money from that. Yes. That's the opinions you want right there. When we come back, Fez with his forced best bet. He's going to have a grimace on his face, but I don't care. That's coming up next, but first straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your battery solution at AutoZone. Next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., you have painted Steve Fezzik into a corner, forcing him to make a pick here in the NBA. What's it going to be? And actually, this is so big, it was so unexpected, we're going to have to, Fez decided to come in tomorrow, <laughs> which for him is a big deal. That would be like two straight days working. <laughs> and, and then you extrapolate to Wednesday, it'd be three. And go back last week and we might have a record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, a, a record that I would not <laughs> brag about. But that said, we're going to delay a day our preview of an NFL team. What team was that coming up, Fez? The Rams? The Rams. We'll do the Rams tomorrow. But here's the rule. You have to take a significant underdog in football. Now, why you're saying, RJ, why? Why? You're being punitive. Maybe. It's because Fez got on a 10-0 streak. And it was right here. Right here. 6.45 every day he's making picks. Then... Lo and behold, weeks go by without a pick. I'm 10 and 0. Hey, everybody, you hear about my record? I'm 10 and 0. Yeah, they hear the, the 10 and 0. But he wasn't making any picks. Now, you could say, oh, there's a pandemic on. Again, Korean ping pong, soccer <laughs> out there, Wazoo. If you were 0 and 11, you'd been picking ping pong. True or false? True. And then he started making picks. Guys like Jonas, a Joe. 
very intelligent, still with Joe. He said, huh, he's making picks, RJ. Well, Jonas, when do these picks settle? When could he possibly lose them? Oh, October. Oh, he's, how many picks have you made in four months that got settled? <laughs> Two. Two. So that's over. I'm protecting the audience. Forced pick that will settle within, what, 10 days? And it's got to be an underdog. Who is it? Series price, Portland Trailblazers plus 350 against the Lakers, RJ. Now, you projected. You said you thought the market was going to come minus 300. It came minus 400 on the Lakers, so $4 to win a dollar. Is this just an overlay? Is this just – have you – now, listen, Portland, they won, but that jersey – or that game against Brooklyn – uh, so you downgraded them a smidge. Yeah, slight downgrade, half a point. But still, you think plus, and what's the best number? Plus 350. Plus 350 is a good bet. Why? Yes. Well, Portland's been undervalued since they hit the bubble. And the reason being, I feel like Nurkic is playing much better than expected. And the scary trend. But they know that he's better now, right? Yeah, the market is catching up to it. But what I don't believe the market has caught up to is how bad the Lakers have been in the bubble. And I think there's a lot of uncertainty. Hey, LeBron, what's the book on him? He flips the switch. He plays much better in the playoffs. Well, this number reflects the fact that that's going to happen. And I'm not confident that that's the case, RJ. And I think the bigger issue, no one's really looking at LeBron saying it's his failing in the bubble. It's been the rest of the team. Can't shoot. AD's been hot and cold. He's been hot, but he's been cold. I think there's real questions, Jonas, about AD with the pressure on. There's a clip of him talking about a target on your back. He goes, if you're a favor, the target's on your back. Listen, I'm not a body language expert. He did not look like he was too happy about having a target on his back. Some people love that. I question, this is the first time in his career that AD's expected to win. How's that going to affect him, you think, Jonas? Yeah, I mean, I, I, there is real reason to question Anthony Davis and also the Lakers and how they've looked in the bubble. I just can't get over how exhausted Portland has looked the last two games. They look completely gassed, and I just wonder if they've got enough left against a rested Lakers team to try and pull off a, a seven-game Do you agree, win. Fez, that, that, that you think Portland's going to be playing better later in the series? Is fatigue an issue for you? I'm concerned about the nine games in 16 days. But remember, their series, Portland series, ended Saturday. So they don't play Sunday. They don't play Monday. So Tuesday, those three days off, I think, will help Portland. And then they'll play and have another day off. So one day, game in five days. Yes. I think they should be all right. We used to play three games on at the courts. Now, you know, not, <laughs> not quite as competitive. By the way, we got a little tease here. Up next, as many of you know, on the network, the odd couple – Bernie Fratto, who is the weekend straight out of Vegas guy, 11 o'clock Pacific to midnight Pacific on Saturdays. Jonas is in that territory with his <laughs> own show, Jonas Show. <laughs> Bernie, you're doing three hours. You, you, you got Now, listen, here's what I know. We're down to about 30 seconds. You usually prep four hours for the one-hour Saturday show. So did you prep 12 hours for this three-hour show? I can't count that high, but it's probably close, yes. I mean, you've never seen – Jones, you're a hard worker. <laughs> you've never seen anything like it. That's next with The Odd Couple. We'll back tomorrow. Fez is going to be here, amazingly.
We are straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! 